Hey, Steven, we got to figure out an intro to the podcast. That works. Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to another episode of the No Fluff MSB Marketing Podcast. Today, I am super excited uh, to have Mike Bloomfield on the podcast. Mike, really appreciate you jumping on, man. Well, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, well, a little uh, backstory. Uh, Mike reached out a couple weeks ago uh, regarding some content stuff, and I was emailing his team. And when I got an email back, I noticed their signature. And in their signature was like, Heather was a superhero. <laughs> and like the whole signature was like superhero themed. And it wasn't like half assed, it was like, this is who we are. And I was like, this is amazing. I just immediately knew this is someone that understands marketing. Um, understands the power of themeification and having a strong brand. And MSP Camp, obviously, we have the camp theme, right? Everything we do is camp themed. And we could talk a little bit about that and how we came up with that. But I'm way more interested in learning about you, Mike. Like seeing that, I was like, okay, I got to get this guy on the podcast, send him an email. And he was immediately like, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, yes. I thought I was going to have to like, like somehow like pull some strings to get him on. Um, my wife says I like to hear myself talk. So that yeah. might have to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I'm so glad that's the case because I can get you on. So, so just kind of jumping in, you know, obviously you guys went with a superhero theme. And like I mentioned, it's not like, I think themification, when people like half ass it, they do a little bit. It doesn't do anything. It's like, oh, what are you doing this? Or are you not doing this? You guys went all in, which we'll talk about. But before we do, I was just kind of like, just to get started, like what made you interested in having a theme for your business and why did you choose the one you did? So it's a multi-part question. Well, first off, we're, you know, most people here listening is IT owners and we all know IT is boring. <laughs> you go on websites and, and, and we, a lot of us, especially in the beginning, when you first start, you're using this manufacturer, you know, this website builder, this off-the-shelf website builder. There's a few of them out there that we tend to use. You start to look at the website. You could tell who they're using. They all have the same content. But the worst part of it is, yeah, they have a lot of good, long content. But content that buyers, the people I'm selling to, they don't care. Yep. They don't care about the endpoint management. They don't care about this, that. So you have hundreds of like pages on your website with all this content that's not really helping you because – all it's going to do is someone's going to come on your website, read, get overwhelmed and jump off. Yep. So I decided it was time that, Hey, I wanted to make our website more fun and engaging. Um, my wife told me to get all of my toys out of the, out of our home. So I, I figured what better time to do it than to move all my toys out of the home. And I said, you know what? We are the it superheroes of cybersecurity. And I always joke around and I like to say, you know, in business, you fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. So I say, we're going to do it. We're going to do it right. That's one thing that I have a very addictive personality, which has helped me in my business. It helped, hurts me at other times. But <laughs> once I get into something, I'm like, that's it. I'm all in. Um, so it started with our business cards, which I actually have one Sorry, here. I said, you know what? Let's turn ourselves into superheroes. And then let's give our business cards, yes. our superhero cards. Oh my gosh. So, for the, for the people just listen for the people just listening, Mike just held up a literally like a trading card of his superhero with his stats and powers and everything else. Right. I was so playing cool. the game Marvel Champions. It's a it's a, a a game that you actually play by yourself. And I'm like, I love this concept. I'm just gonna recreate this as ours. And you know, for those of you not listening, you can go to our website, our Facebook, we have them, you know, take a look at them. But even our, so we have a mascot, right? Troubleshoot. He is a router. That's a superhero. So on our card, I'm holding this up again for those of you who are listening. It even has his alter ego. He's a router. That's his <laughs> alter ego, you know? But that's what we, we started with. I said, you know what? Let's start with our business cards. Went to all of my, my staff. I said, tell me who you want to be. What superhero do you want to be based off of? And then we started coming up with names and stats and just and, and trying to be fun, right? Techie sense, interrupt. When a hacker initiates an attack against a client network, retrieve three hero cards from the deck and put it into play, right? And it's just yes. a joke. So 
So we literally go to trade shows now and give, you know, like when you were collecting trading cards, the clear plastic, oh, yeah. um, like with like 25 cards. So you could get the whole deck like of us. And oh my God. So, and, and people like loved it. Like, and people like, oh my God. So I had the idea, if we're going to do it, let's do it right. I love superheroes. I have this Marvel quote, Star Wars quotes all around the office. So, you know, a play on, you know, when you get the inspirational quotes when you walk around the office. So ours is like the fourth lady, the force be with you with like Luke Skywalker with a lightsaber. You know, Nick Fury saying, I had the idea to put a team together of heroes yes. and things. Um, and that's how I did it. And I decided that I wanted to uh, be fun about it. And I said, in business and, and, and sales, as you know, and you, you talk about on the podcast, it's all about relationships. Yeah. So someone looking at my website, they're not, they don't care that I use AI in my endpoint, uh, you know, protection. They don't care about that. But now if someone looks at my site and goes, oh, wow, I love Spider-Man. And now it makes them get that feeling of like, oh, I have something, you know, um, related to them, something, you know, similar. It makes them more engaging and now want to be. I can't tell you how many times people look at our website and call me big. I love your website. It's yeah. not perfect. Trust me. It's missing certain content I wish was there. It's like anything, but it's that endless loop of how much, what are you going to do on it, right? You're never going to be perfect. You're never going to be happy, you know, happy with it, but it gets, it, it does what I want it to do and it spews our brand out. Yep. Branding is super important. And a lot of MSPs don't realize there is a difference between branding and, you know, lead generation, right? Those yeah. are two very big uh, areas of marketing and they're two very different areas. And tell me to shut up at any point. No, dude, you're killing it. Keep going. This is great. <laughs> I love it. You know, I know every business owner out there needs me to. They and and, and just like you know that every yeah. business owner out there, small business owner in your local region needs you. They need a managed service provider. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're not smart enough to know it yet. And so that's where branding comes into play. I find it very important that when they have that epiphany and that aha moment that I need someone, I need MSP, that's when I want Techie Geek to be the first name on there, you know, in their head. Yep. And that's why we do a lot of branding and, and, and we focus on that. Now, putting this fun theme together, it's helped to it's helped to alleviate our brand because we're not just another IT guy. They literally yep. think of us as these IT superheroes. Yep. I've literally walked i've been at networking events and i have no shame wearing a cape yeah and yeah. i was on a podcast it's actually a video series that a, a local non-for-profit does called the uh, uh, dan on the street and grace 10314 it's a autistic nonprofit out here um and they have the the participants film and interview and they was in and, the, and she just looked at me totally off the cuff nodding her script and she goes dude what's with the cape and it like me with like a sports coat with a cape on and that like went viral for them and they're great and people like no they're like oh yeah it's mike with the cape yep. now i don't always wear the cape but i pull it out on special occasions yep. but just, if you're gonna do it and you're gonna go out with your brand and you're gonna themify you gotta go with the theme like and, yeah. and keep going like i love that like I, at first i didn't realize why am i looking here why am i in the woods are you about to kill me but then when you say we're all about the camp, I guess it makes sense. And I look at the, I look at the logo. I go, okay, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wow. And I get so excited about this because it's just so damn refreshing to see something like that. Some, somebody that has owned their brand, owned their marketing, has done something different. Something different is it's, it doesn't take much to be more than most. Like it just takes a little tweak and going in a direction like there's a guy in our local market he's a real estate agent he is a realtor but he does purple his car's purple every time there's purple things he posts it everyone knows him as the purple guy he doesn't realtor better than other realtors but every time someone sees the color purple they think of jared it's like there's there's the differentiator has it doesn't have to do anything with the quality of service it doesn't have to do anything with the service it doesn't have to it's like, I, I love the, you know, Steve Jobs quote on like, when he talks about Got Milk. He's like, Got Milk didn't have, didn't say anything about the product. It talked about the absence of the product, but it's just something that sticks. And so when 
it just it just gets in somebody's head and it it skyrocketed milk sales it's the, it's the same thing you know and we have a realtor here in Staten Island so for those of you listening I'm from Staten Island New York you know uh, we can talk about that tech geek 11 years and MSP uh, we're a team of 14. Um, if you don't know about Staten Island, I like to say, go watch the mob wives, you know, Jersey, <laughs> you a little bit more about us, but there's a local realtor here who, um, Tony B on Instagram and he's a, a realtor and he's just like, he goes on, Hey, it's Tony B. There's a house behind me. It's for sale. Like, and he literally beautiful bridge. And like, the, he just goes and he goes viral. Like he's yeah. literally gets. He gets 10,000, 20,000 likes on every post he does. It has nothing to, like, he, it's, you literally watch these videos and you're like, he's not even telling you anything about the house. Like, really, realtors are going in. And tell, he's like, it's a house. You want to buy it? 1.2 million. And, yeah. and now people start talking about, well, is he better real estate? Is he bringing, well, you know, he is. He's better at getting out there, getting in front of more people, helping that organic. And someone yeah. who maybe, it wasn't going to think of him and use him might be like, I know that realtor. Tony yeah. V. Yeah. There's a guy in, our, in the channel or it's a fedora. I don't even know the guy. I know oh, exactly I, know who. I, yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I know he's at crew who I've looked at crew who now, like, I don't know. He, I, his fedora is in my fucking head. Excuse my language. He's in, it's in my head. Like he's wearing a fedora. Like it's nothing different. I don't even know why, but it's, he it's emailed sticks. me an hour ago. Brooke, I no. think was when I emailed me. Look at that. <laughs> Right. There's a guy in, in uh, MSP. He's got a giant beard. He's just got this massive beard and he gives tips on Microsoft 365 in the UK. Okay. I know if I was a prospect in that market and he's educating me on, on Microsoft 365 and all the things it can do and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to reach out to that guy because he's more memorable than the same clean cut, white collared, right. generic IT guy down the street. Yeah. And it's everything. And if you're going to live your brand, if you're going to do your theme, you need to do your theme. Yes. All the way, like even like our shirts. Again, you you can't see it of those listening, but you know my shirt, Geek to the Rescue. It's like Love a it. play on Back to the Future. Yeah, we have all our T-shirts are What if you were hacked? So based on the What If series, you know it's everything's about that branding. I wear this T-shirt. If you see me Monday through Friday, eight thirty to five, good shot. I'm in a T-shirt. It's yeah. gonna be a Techie Geek T-shirt. Yeah, and then you know when people go. Oh, you know, oh, you're in IT, you're a professional, you're a, a business, um, you know, multi-million MSP. You, you don't wear a suit? No, I don't wear a suit. I, 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 yeah. I got in this industry because I don't want to wear a suit, but I wear, I'm on brand. And I've literally created my persona that I go to events that people are in suits and ties and I'm in a t-shirt with a sports coat. And you expect, they go, oh, Mike's here. That's yeah. Mike's branding. Like he's doing his branding. Like I've literally created this persona uh, uh, persona that people understand that yep. that's what I do. Like that's me, and it's memorable. Yes, now it is. Does that mean everyone likes it? No, I'm sure I go to some of these shows and these comp, you know, these you know, these lunchings and gals, and like, oh, this asshole's here. Excuse my language and his Perfect. t-shirt and his. But guess what? That's my great. brand. I've created. It. I'm sticking with it. It's creating some type of reaction, right? No, no good marketing creates all positive reaction. No. Right. Like I, I remember I, I posted like a, a trading card, actually. It's a social media post and it's um, um, Joe Ponytail. It's like a, it was like a trading card and it was like Joe Ponytail got a ponytail and it was like his, his energy levels were monster energy drinks. And it was like, his attack was like sit idle. And it was like, you know, doesn't move restores HP, but doesn't do anything. And it was like reboot 30% success rate. You know, it was like this ridiculous card. And I posted in like a, you know, a MSP um, group because we were using it in our own marketing. So it was just funny. It was like, it was like picking on the one man show that is like Joe Ponytail. And like half the people were like obsessed and loved it. And half the people were like, well, we don't like to just pick on other IT providers. Da, 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 da. It's like, cool. That reaction, the fact that you have an emotional response to my content means it's more than a stock photo just sent out into the vacuum. Uh, it, you need that. And yeah. people don't understand that. You know, it's it's a, good. It goes back to the whole no bad publicity is still publicity. Yes. <laughs> you know? And and I think a lot of listeners, they might be like, okay, cool. I want to do a superhero theme or I want to do a camp theme or I want to do a, a robot theme or whatever theme. And a theme, it doesn't, you know, branding doesn't have to be necessarily themification all of the time. You know, that's just a really great way that Mike did it. You know, one thing, you know, think about like, I think about like Alex Hermosi, he, he always wears a, a, um, um, like a, like a tank top, 
with this weird nose cover thing and he's jacked. So when he's talking, like if you're going through social media and you see this jacked guy with this weird nose thing that so he can breathe, but really he doesn't need to wear it. He just use it to, to, to catch attention. It's going to stop you in your tracks and be like, wait, what is this guy saying? And then, oh wait, he has amazing content too. But if you had amazing content, but you didn't have a reason for someone to stop, they're going to miss that content. You have to differentiate yourself. You have to people having attention span of three seconds. Yep. You have to be the reason that when they're swiping through and they're flipping through, yep. oh, let me stop there and, and, and differentiate yourself from your competitors, right? There's 150,000 MSPs in global. Yep. So you have to differentiate yourself. If there's 150,000 MSPs globally, yeah, I'm in New York. So yes, there's a lot more in my market than yours. You know, like 120,000 right there. Right, right. No, I'm just kidding. But it doesn't, but it doesn't, like you could be in Kansas and I guarantee you there's more than one MSP and, uh, you know, that's just what it is. So yep. you have to differentiate yourself. Yep. And when I, and there was another, there's a, there's a guy, sorry, there's just, I, I think using examples in this situation is it would be helpful for listeners. So another example I have, cause we have, we've provided so many good examples, but I have another one that I think would drive the point home too, is like, there's a, there's a realtor, not a realtor. There's a social media guy. He like flips houses. He's made millions and millions and millions of dollars on social media now and for all of his businesses. And what started it was when he was doing his tips, he just started dyeing his care, his hair. So he had this like stupid swoop. Right. And I'm saying stupid, but I follow him. I love this guy, but he, he made it particularly stupid with like pink. And then next week he would do blue and the next week he would do green or whatever. And he would analyze the stats of literally the exact same content he was posting before, but now he has different hair color and the, the views skyrocketed. Right. And the same, same guy, same content. And that's the other important thing is track it, right? Anything yeah. you're doing is track yeah. it. And you look, I don't know if you watch scam or payback. No. So YouTube, he does, uh, you know, uh, call center. They're, they're basically scam baiting. And he oh, always, I have seen those. Yeah, he, and he has blue hair and different. And he's always doing it. Because, again, that's become his brand, right? You yeah. know, he's creating it. Yeah. And, and the other thing I tell people, if you are going to theme, you can't just theme the theme, right? Mm. You got to be passionate about it, yeah. right? <laughs> I heroes and things. That's my passion, right? Yeah. I, I Literally, you walk around my office and you have superheroes and you have um, we have a life-size Spider-Man in the conference room. We have figures everywhere, statues everywhere. But that's because I love this. Like, yeah. I I love superheroes. I love Marvel. I love Star Wars. So what better way for me to kind of be able to brand the two together? We, we were creating a TikTok video today of, like, me working on a lightsaber. And she comes in. She's like, hey, Mike, uh, tell me about the Mr. Cooper and I'm like, hold on, I'm multitasking. I'm like playing with the lightsabers, telling, yeah, they had a, a cyber attack, but we're having fun. Now, why am I doing that, right? A, because mm -hmm. a, we still want to get some educational content yeah. out there, right? If yeah. we do, I can't just be all fun. But if I can get that educational content out there and have fun while doing it, I have a better chance of it to go viral and get. We did a video of, uh, excuse me, of The Office showing like the first time my wife saw the office. Now, clearly it wasn't the first time you could lie in social media, right? Yeah, that's great. But, um, <laughs> that video got 60,000 views. Oh, wow. Like a 60,000 views off a video. Guess what? Our likes increased, our follows increased on Instagram. Yeah. All the, the more people that I have that see my content, the more likely it's going to share and the more likely someone's going to see it. Yeah. Um, we do TikTok. A lot of people are afraid of TikTok for some reason. I've closed, you know, you want a real world example. I've closed a 300,000 plus deal from a company that saw our video on TikTok. Wow. That was how they found out about us. Oh saw our TikTok video we were doing on email compromises, reached out. We ended up doing a cybersecurity assessment and closed a 300 plus thousand deal over the course of three years for a contract. Like that's Love from it. a TikTok video, from a video that, you know, was not even an overly produced video. That was literally a, our, our old marketing girl in front of the camera going email compromises are caused by this, blah, blah, blah. Like, like, but that's how they found us. Yeah. So, and I love how you said not overly produced because it's not even required nowadays, right? Like maybe the captions are nice on social media. That's always good to add, but I love right. how on your testimonial video on your website, it's not some perfectly polished people at a desk explaining how much they like Techie Geek. It's them holding selfies talking about how much they love you. That connects more with the person watching oftentimes than a produced video. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Well, because of once life. you see the produced video, you go, yeah, okay, it was produced, right? 
So those love videos we have, our love series, I Love My Geeks. And then we sent all of them shirts. And they have shirts that say, I love my geek and walk right around right. with a QR code. Back. Sim- simple um, idea. Got but, and, and that came out of COVID, right? COVID changed everything. Like those love testimonials, we recorded those 2020 during the lockdown, right? That's yeah. when we did a lot of those. We're actually going to do uh, more of those. There's so, But you, we, we all talk about how bad COVID was, you know, and, and what, but a lot of technology and good things came out of it, right? Mm-hmm. You look, you used to watch the local news or even CNN or Fox News. I don't care what news channel you watch. It used to be overly produced. Mm-hmm. Everyone had to be in the studio. Everything had to be perfect. COVID hit. Newscasters are in their basement, in their house. Who would t- and now people started becoming, well, mistakes can happen. It's okay. yep. not the end of the world. And now you've seen this shift in content that the the, the video, that as long as it has good content, it does, you, you can stumble in it. You can yep. have a mistake, right? You yep. could be on the Zoom and get disconnected. It's not the end of the world. You'll get yep. back in. It, you know, these things came out of COVID. Be, being yep. able to do these testimonial videos on a StreamYard, and those were actually recorded on StreamYard, which is what you're using, you know, we're right. using to record this. Those love videos were literally just pulled up. Hey, we're going to do, what do you think about me? Talk to yep. me. Boom. It took five minutes. You yep. ask your client, you're going to know every client, if they like you, is going to be willing to spend five minutes of time to go. Yep. Then there's tools like Vocal Video, where you can literally just sign up for our website, make the question, send them a link, and it does the whole process and produces the video for you in a matter of minutes. Yeah. And AI yeah. has completely changed the game. And made yeah. That yeah. Easier. That's so spot on. And people scare away from social proof. They're like, oh, I don't know. That client was pissed at one time about the QuickBooks thing, whatever. It doesn't matter. They love you. They get frustrated every now and then. They're going to give you a review. They're going to, I see, you see, you have a ton of, Five-star reviews on Google. I can't tell you how many times I stress on the podcast to people, get as many five-star reviews as you can on local listings. Google, UpCity, Clutch, Bing, all of them, all the reviews. That's Those local listings are what these search engines show first when people are searching. No matter how good your organic SEO is, which obviously we like to put a lot of emphasis on that too, the map pack's going to come first, right? So like that's where I really stress people, especially if they're local MSPs, to, to put it. And you're, you're, you're living it exactly and right. If you get a bad review, it's, it, it happens, right? Yeah. It's how you respond to that review. Mm-hmm. It's transparency. Mm-hmm. If you ignore the review and it's a three-star review, this guy's an a-hole, and you say nothing, that's going to hurt more than you write, hey, I'm really sorry you, didn't have, you had that situation. Yep. That's not how we want to be. We would love to talk to you offline. How can we fix this? How can we make th- that? Someone reads that thing and they say, okay. He cares. And that's what it's about. We all make mistakes, right? 100%. If you go to your favorite restaurant, I, I can name five restaurants that are my top restaurants here in Staten Island. I could tell you at least one time I went and I left them not, not that perfect, not the top thing today. Yep. You know, and it happens. But why do you go back? Because they do it right. You know, they make a mistake, people. They, they stood by it. You know, I yep. went to a, a top, top end restaurant in, in here garbage like it was really the service was gone everything was garbage that day the mm-hmm. only thing over there, i am so sorry the meal is on me we're talking of four people this was a 700 hour meal the guy comped everything oh, wow. everything you know we went back right because he Definitely. did the right thing right yeah. we, if he and if he didn't do the right thing we probably would have left there and been like we're done yep and, and, we, and we're not even talking like we were complaining like he came over on his own he said i know you guys had a tough day you were sending food back but did the right thing. That's what it's about. Yep. Gold. Totally agree. And then I have a series of other questions, but one last point on the, you know, you know, differentiators. Like one thing that RMSP has done is we really incorporated a lot of humor. Like just like you, I think humor is so powerful and so important in marketing, especially on the branding side of things and just staying top of mind. It's not like a funny video is going to make someone call you right away to buy IT services, but it does make you memorable. And one thing business to consumer companies do so well is comedy. Business to consumer does comedy so well. If we think about Morgan and Morgan and we think about Mayhem and we think about even some of the Geico commercials, they kill it because they use humor. And the reason they do that is for the most part, they can't be cold calling people all day, right? So they, they have to get people to them. The marketing has to be, I need to get people to me and I need to be top of mind. That's the approach we've taken at RMSP. And P 
people say, oh no, that's business consumer marketing. It's not business to business marketing. Business to business has to be white collar, has to be more polished, has to be white papers on LinkedIn, et cetera. And that's complete bullshit. <laughs> and it's something I always try and communicate to people. It's like, listen, you're selling to the exact same person. That CEO also sees the Geico commercials and it also sticks in, in her or his mind, right? Like it's the same exact thing. Oh, but I want people to take me seriously because we're an IT company. Yeah, as they get further down the funnel, yeah, you you polish up, right? You start showing case studies. You start showing how awesome you are at sales and how polished your company is. But top of the funnel, we're trying to get their attention. You do techie kick shit where you're using lightsaber battles, right? Like you can do that stuff top of the funnel to get people down. And you might not get everybody. Yeah. Or you might have overly polished stuff and you're not going to get everybody. You're not going to get anybody. It works and people love to laugh. And business owners are no different than a consumer. I'm a business owner, right? Now, yes, is there a different than a difference from me than maybe the guy wearing a Rolex driving a Lamborghini and you know he's got a four billion dollar company? Maybe he doesn't like to laugh. Maybe he has mm -hmm. a stick up his ass. Yeah. But guess what? You're gonna we're we're, we're, we're business owners, you know, yeah. we're regular people. So yeah, pick your battle in which way there's but people are like to laugh. And you're going to engage that that real polished business owner. Guess what? You you make you want that client that when you make a mistake, get rid of them. But you want the guy who you have a real relationship with and can really become a friend. Yep. You know? And our and niche, that, most right. MSPs, ten to hundred employees. That's that's where we want to be. You know, for the most part. I know you do co-manage too, so you probably have some large organizations. But so all that is is one hell of an intro to the rest of the podcast. Sorry, I'm going to. Uh, and keep you on for just just bail whenever you got to bail. Just let me know. Oh, yeah, and say I got to go. So, um, one question I have for you: uh, Do you have in-house marketing management, marketing coordinator, marketing management? Is it most of it in-house? Some of it? Yeah, so all of it? Some of it? Um, pretty much all of it. So, um, you know, we have uh, some very talented staff here. Um, I try to bringing people who don't think like I do, meaning they know the stuff. A good employer and a good entrepreneur, I like to think, and I've learned over the years, hires people that know how to do things that I don't know how to do. Yeah. And yeah. and because I and I don't. And people then go, oh, well, why do you hire people that know TikTok? Again, business owners are on TikTok. Uh, yeah, yes, you don't want to admit it, but guess what? You don't think I go on TikTok and I'm watching and laughing, right? And there's other business owners who are on TikTok. Yeah. And on Instagram, yes, older crowds tend to be on Facebook, right? We we all know these demographics, but things shift. Yeah, and they are so shifting. you want to be ahead of the game. So yeah, we do it in house. Um, I have great friends, like one of my best friends, and we spoke about this earlier. I'm on a marketing podcast. Mm -hmm. Two of my best friends, one of them owns a PR marketing company. The other one is the head of a digital agency, you know, of digital sales. Now we use them for some stuff, you know, SEO type work and different things mm -hmm. yeah. that like we'll use them. But I felt it was a, as a, a boss, I am much better. Like I want to be able to go to my staff and throw ideas and know it's going to get worked. Right. Yes. There's huge advantages on both ways to having it outside and inside. Right. I'm not, I'm here. Many MSPs probably should go to, a company outside and use a, a, an outsourced marketing company. Just like we're trying to tell people to use outsourced IT, there's probably a reason they should be using outsourced marketing. You need to find someone that's going to drive with you, going to be able to work, help you to come up because not everyone might be as creative to come up with content and, and the that's different true. things. Um, the way I work is thankfully I am a very creative person. I worked in corporate America and some of the bosses that I've worked for, were very, very creative and kind of, I, I was like a sponge. I gathered what I could off of them. And I, I do, I, I like, I like, I am creative. Yeah. I, I, you know, I might not be the best at putting it together, but I could come up with that idea. Yeah. So knowing that I have that internal staff that I go to and say, here's what we're doing. Today. Yep. Here's the, here's my thought process. Here's, I like to have an internal and it's just the type of boss I am. And, and that's why we do it internal. Totally 100% agree. One of my, I think, most important mantras on this podcast and in general is there's a common denominator between MSPs that have success in marketing, and that's having a full-time marketing person. That is just the reality of the situation. It is if you want to see success in marketing, you really need to have in-house marketing. Now, once you have in-house marketing, of course, 
you can hire agencies because that person is now managing it. They understand, okay, I don't really understand on-site SEO. I don't understand technical SEO. I don't really understand Google pay-per-click. You're going to outsource things, but now the speed and the central management of is in-house. Cause it's like you said, Mike, there's been so many amazing ideas when we used to outsource that died on the vine because I couldn't get shit done go quick enough. And it wasn't how I wanted it. And right. so every time I brought this in-house, we grow faster. Right. And you know, we used outsourced, a, like I said, SEO, that's boring work. That's, you yeah. know, that's really analytics, looking through, writing blogs. And, and so, right, I'll outsource that. We'll give them ideas and that's, let them do their thing. Um, graphic design, me personally, I use a company called Design Pickle. Nice. I'm a graphic design. Yeah. We're able to go through our ideas and get it. But we also do a lot of stuff in Canva as well. You know, Photoshop, I was... It's amazing. I was more Photoshop illustrator. And now like, even I'm moving to Canva. Like, yeah. They have That's really good. made it so easy. Yep. The ability for me to do it on my phone, you know, the ability for the AI aspects of it. Yep. Like, I, I don't find myself in illustrator and Photoshop half as much as I used to be. I, I create yep. way more, but then also my team is able to use Canva. Like you have to have a graphic design background. You can literally go in and make great graphics. That's great. But we'll use Canva for those things that, I don't need it to sit in design pickle and wait two days to come. We can yeah. create that social media graphic. We use design pickle for more illustrations or like mascots, our characters, like yeah. that type of the stuff that look, I would have to hire an illustrator on staff. Why not just get unlimited and do it? Yeah. Um, we used to have an on-site, uh, you know, in-house video editor nice. um, that she had left. She got a great office. She had to leave. That is one position that we never brought back that I probably should bring back. Um, we're probably going to hire a full-time videographer. Well, <laughs> we also have MSP camp. So we're creating so much content for MSPs, right. but also just for the MSP side, I'm like video is just, it's, it's becoming more and more important. So it's um, like, in like real shorts and that we, we, yeah. we're good, but you still yeah. need long format stuff. Yeah. You still need, you know, there's still a need to like tech videos and tips and those types yeah. of things. Yep. And that's yep. where, you know, I really see the in-house video where it really helped us to do. Yep. Um, some of it I am going to outsource. That's why we spoke up, you know, with some of my thoughts and needs. Yeah. Um, but it's like, one, that's one of those positions. I, I always say, why did I not rehire? Should I start looking? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's I'll probably end up with again. Yeah. And that's exactly right. I mean, you're doing it right. You're like, okay, I have a specialty need within design that I need help with. Let me reach out to these companies that seem to be doing this well, et cetera. We love Canva now. All of our MSP camp content is now, um, we create all of it also with Canva. We had a member that was like, Hey, Illustrator is great, but like, why isn't this content in Canva? And I was like, what's Canva? That was like a year ago. And now I'm like, holy, like, this is the greatest thing ever. So, and like the team license, I think it's like what, 120 bucks a year. Oh, like so, yeah. oh, it's great. Yeah. Um, so moving on to more into like this, this theme and marketing in general has, would you say your theme has helped create results for your marketing? Obviously you already had the TikTok example. So answer is yes, but I guess it's it, it, it yeah. helped. Uh, yeah. So a, people talk about it um, all the time. You know, we go to events. People, I can't tell you, every time I jump on a Zoom, people always talk about my background. Mm. You know, oh, my God, is that a screenshot? No, that's real. What toy do you want me to play with today? <laughs> um, you know, so people talk about it. Um, we're top of mind, and it's, uh, and more importantly, customers talk about it, prospects talk yeah. about it. When we speak to a client for the first time, prospect, uh, we mail them a swag box, you know, yes. fully branding and with art, you open the flap, there's the hero team, uh, talks about the need for Legos, you know, become your superheroes, bottle of wine, everything, mouse pads, swag, like all of our swag is <coughs> themed to the brand. Yeah. yeah. Again, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. Yeah. I'm so glad you said mouse pad because this is something that's been kind of, drive me crazy is i hear msps like in communities and stuff like oh mouse pads are cliche or something like that blah 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 and i'm like listen nobody's actually sending mouse pads sure mouse pads might be the first thing you think of when you think of it and branding mouse pads but how many msps are actually shipping mouse pads to prospects and clients 
So like we, so few. <laughs> again, my mouse pads are fun mouse pads. They have yeah. our hair along it, like they're superhero based backgrounds and fun. Yeah. You know, I go to uh, you know, I'll be at places that don't use me for IT, use a competitor and have my mouse pad on their yes. desk. <laughs> yeah. You know how like as an MSP, I walk in and I because you know, to someone else, they're gonna say, Oh, well, you know, they're not even using you, but they're using a mouse pad. Yeah, well, guess what? The first time they have a problem or realize they're mad, who do you think they're calling? Yeah. The yeah. whole point of swag is to remember me when you need to remember me. Yeah. Swag is supposed to be reusable. I, I go in and I see, you know, MSPs love to give the bags. Everyone now, especially in New York, like, you know, they got rid of paper, you know, they got rid of plastic bags. So we only have mm -hmm. paper now, reusable bags. But guess what? Everyone has a million reusable bags that mm. that bag just goes into a pile or gets yeah. thrown out. It's not being yeah. used. It's being used the day while they're at whatever conference you're giving it out. But after that, it's gone. Yeah. I see MSPs give slinkies. Are you kidding me? What's a slinky? <laughs> I'm going to play with it again for five minutes. It's going to break apart. I'm going to throw it out or I'm going to give it to my kid and it's going to go in a drawer. Yeah. You know, simple. 100%. Pens. People yeah. love pens, yeah. mouse pads. USBs are more expensive, but we we give those. We do Yeti cups because, you know, and what I do a lot of is, I again, we don't give these out to everyone. But I give people $80 backpacks nice. because why do I give an $80 backpack? I, my friend who is does digital advertising, all he does is meet with business owners. He's walking around with a techie backpack. Every yeah. meeting he goes into and he takes off his bag and pulls out his laptop, they're right there is techie. Yep. Yeah. Techie. You know, yeah, it's all about you know you want to use products that are reu that are going to keep you yeah. at that that thought. One hundred percent. We have a we cr we created a direct mail piece that when you open it up, there's a physical gift card in it, and it okay. says three thousand dollars because people change it however they want. But we did three thousand dollars, so it's basically like you know easiest way to fire your IT company or whatever, and right. you open it up, and there's a physical gift card. And the reason I did that is like now this has tangible value, right. Like there's so many direct mail pieces that instantly go in the trash. They could say, I'm never going to use this gift card, but right. uh, it is like a thing. It's like tangible value. And like, they just right. like kind of save it in a drawer or they save oh. it on their desk. It's like so <laughs> many. And then I've got calls like months later. Cause they're like, oh, I've been looking at this thing on my desk for a while. Well, it's the same reason. Like why I, we've been talking to you about videos, right? Again, those of you not watching can't see my box I'm holding up, but you know, <laughs> these are techie geek superhero branded boxes Hey there, ready to uncover the secrets of the IT superheroes, open the box and let's uh, save your business together. Then you pull it out. Surprising side, unleash the IT superhero video and level up your IT. And when so they cool. open it up, it plays a video right to them. Wow. So, you know, and right now I've put in just a, a video I was working on, Cybersecurity Protection by the Pros. Watch to see how IT superheroes shared your business. Like, Love it. You think I'm going to stand out when I mail this, when my, my sales girl is on a call. Talking through, hey, we saw you. Thanks for visiting our website. You know, we, we want to get you more information. And then we follow up with this. Yep. Now, yep. do you think this is going to get thrown out or do you think this is going to go on their desk? It's going to go on their desk and because sure. they're going to show other people because they're going to say, look how cool this is. You know how I know? The same way the first time I got one of these video boxes, yep. I, I it's in my drawer still because I'm like, I can't throw this out. This yep. is the coolest thing I've seen. Yep. You know? 100%. Now, and sure. It's, and it's let's talk ahead. about this. They're expensive. Yep, that's it. Like four yells a box. Yep. Guess why? If you're an MSP out there, you better be using MDF funds by your vendors because yep. we think pay for my boxes. Love it. <laughs> love it. And, uh, you know? and MDF, they love doing tangible things, right? Like, you know, it, like an event, a webinar, physical mailers. Like those are things that get approved easier, exactly yeah. like you're saying. So yeah, anyone listening, I have a whole episode on MDF. Please go listen to it and please go use it. Um right. MDFs are just money you oh, leave it on the table if you're not oh using it. Yeah, wherever you're getting your Microsoft 365 licenses, they have it. If you do pretty much anything with Excel, they have it. Like Sonicall, all these vendors have some MDF sometimes. And again, there's a guide on MSP Camp for anyone listening. It's totally free. Even if you're not a member, go check it out. It'll show you exactly how to get MDF. Like MDF's gold and so few people use it correctly. Thank you for mentioning that, Mike. Great point. And yeah, the more expensive ones make the bigger impact. We shipped Game Boys with a um, game-themed postcard that was like, you know, unlock you know, use cheat code, all tech services to unlock blah. And it's a Game Boy with 400 games on it, right? You just, I got, we got like 500 of them from Alibaba. You ship it out, sure, with shipping and everything, it's like 10, 15 bucks a piece. But 
when we sent those out, I had a license to call every single one of those prospects. I just shipped them a Game Boy. Like they're going to want to talk to me. And and we got like three really solid co-managed leads out of that, which isn't amazing, honestly, but they were it's turned into some pretty good uh, MR. Look, look, I don't know about you, three solid leads for me that if I turn them into clients, oh yeah. My average clients about is three hundred thousand plus over three years. So we're talking yeah. a million dollars over three years for three. Yeah, whatever. All day. Yeah. <laughs> All day for that. And that's that's the other what I talked to on my recent podcast is like the chicken and egg thing. People are like, well, I don't want to invest in marketing until I have a return on marketing. I'm like, I know it sucks because it takes a while to get return on marketing, but you just have to start that initial investment. You just have to do it. The return will come as long as you stay consistent, you track the metrics and you look for an ROI. And, and you gotta be spending. I think they which at 20%, 25% they say of your revenue Oof, should go yeah. to marketing because again, marketing, if done right, is an investment. It's yeah. not an expense. Yeah. Right. Again, that's the importance of tracking everything and knowing, you know, what you're using is working and you got to experiment. Right. Not everything's going to work. If it always worked, everyone could do it. Exactly. Experiment. Yep. One hundred percent. I'm so glad you said that. Totally agree. Man, Mike, this is exactly what I was hoping to get out of this podcast. This is great. Um, So what what tips? You know, we already had some really, really good um, tips in this. Uh, so I guess what marketing efforts from your perspective yield some of the highest returns that you've seen? So, you know, a being outside the box, lunch and learns are great. Mm-hmm. You know, we always see great return from lunch and learns. They take a lot of planning, a lot of commit, like, you know, up to the event after the event, yep. but it's a great way to a, see new people. The lunch and learns are a great way for us to find people that, we, you know, get new people, new leads and things such. So we've had very good return on lunch and learns. Nice. Um, <clears throat> usually anything outside the box. Yeah. So it gives us a great return. We did a um, a campaign, this is years ago now, like five plus years ago, where we mailed 100 uh, accountants, and no, I'm sorry, 100 businesses, potatoes. So, and we wrote on the potatoes, like, don't be a couch potato, uh, or no, be a couch potato when you have tech geek, techgeek.com slash potato. And then we, so we mailed them that in with a, a envelope with a postcard talking about learning about how tech geek could allow you to be a potato, a couch potato in terms of your <laughs> IT. Um, and then we followed it with a swag box like a week later. Mm-hmm. Again, I got people come up to me who, oh, I was at a network and Hey, who are you? I'm like, Hey, Mike Bloomfield, tech geek. You just mailed me a potato. Like, I'm literally. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I did. Yes, that would be me. Yeah. What you think of it, right? Um, yeah. Mailing stupid potatoes. I think we turned, I think we mailed a hundred. I think two or three of them turned the clients again. Yeah. yeah for, you know, this was years ago. It wasn't, we didn't make as much money as we do now in terms, but still more than yeah. paid for the, the potatoes. <laughs> and guess what? I didn't pay for the potatoes or that campaign. I used MDF funds on that as well. Nice. You know, it's, and it, you, you know, Lunch and learns, thinking outside the box, um, you know, and then a lot of branding. Branding has worked for us. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that we do very well, and this isn't every area, you know, when you look, if it was that cookie cutter, we would all be in trouble because the major co- companies would come in and just do it. Yeah. Um, but in our area, relationship building has worked. Yeah. Um, so we are, you know, in the chamber of com- multiple chamber of commerces, multiple business groups, Kiwanis, which is a giving back organization, Rotary. Um, and people say, well, these are giving back organizations. How are they giving you business? Because people like to do work with people yeah. they like. Yeah. So by me being at a meeting with them and helping the community and doing, um, you know, helping children in the community, yeah. these are 30 people that I'm at meetings with once a month that now they like me. They want yeah. to use me. If they can't use me, guess what? They each have friends and acquaintances and people they know. Yeah. So these types of networking, we're very involved in the community, nonprofits, giving back, giving back to nonprofits is huge. Yeah. You know, you should be donating money when you get hit for a, a gal or sponsorship. Again, people want to work with people giving back to the community. Yep. I understand that without that community, we would have never been here. We wouldn't have grown as fast. So yeah, it's very important for me to uh, being an event sponsor at the Beanie Bash coming up or an event sponsor for this golf outing. You, you have by giving back, again, I'm building branding, I'm building awareness, 
yeah. each different people and it's you're you're giving back to the community and the community wants to work with those who are helping the community yep totally agree yeah relationships have, have been huge for us as well and when you make a relationship in person and they see you online they see your personal linkedin you're posting consistent content you're teaching them what you're doing outside like you're not even selling to them you're teaching them and eventually they're going to use you like that's just we get so many referrals i did a podcast on on growing your word of mouth we get so many referrals not even from clients they're just people that know me because they now know what i do because i get they educate i get educate them so well on social media that they know how to refer me like the value of that is so huge yep. all right last question um what i guess what would you say there's a lot of msps that think marketing does not work and i think a lot of those are msps that are outsourcing to an agency that's charging them three thousand dollars a month to post blogs make their website look good post on social media and maybe like give them an idea a month and yeah. so they go they go marketing doesn't work what would you say to an MSP, which is unfortunately a lot of them that, that thinks marketing doesn't work? What, what would you say to that person? I say it doesn't work and stop, keep marketing. Like don't stop marketing. So I have more clients to pick up. Um, <laughs> you know, marketing absolutely works. You're, there's different types of marketing. Your, your marketing may not be working and you might be doing expense versus investment. Yeah. It's finding the right person. You know, I look how many MSPs out there. I look at their Facebook and their social media, and it's an aggregator, right? That they're yeah. paid for a service, and they're all posting the same blog out. With the social media is like four thousand characters. Get a discovery call at the end. Everyone's the same. That's yeah. not social media. That's no. you vomiting. You are no different than I don't know if you get that in where you where you are, but here the restaurants love the fax people, the lunch menus, and the businesses, right? You're no different than the person sending the facts out with the lunch menu to a million, you know, all these businesses every day. And they're just getting put right into the paper shredder and thrown out or reused for paper. Yep. Um, yep. Aggregators don't work like that. You know, yeah. you got to be creative. You got to use your own content. So, yeah. you know, even like you have great content, but you, I'm sure you tell your clients, you can't just take the content and spit it out. That's literally, that's really exactly what I say. I say, because yeah, we have so much. Yeah, we have so much different content, so many different campaigns where it's like, you choose what what's going to work best for your brand, change it if you want, and also post your own custom content, right? We have really good content that's not just like sell, 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 because that's not how social media works. If you follow somebody and they're constantly, every post is just, oh, buy my IT services or buy my hair care or whatever, you're going to unfollow them. And so it's exactly what you're saying. Like you, you, have to you don't even have to unfollow them anymore. Yeah. The algorithm is so good yes. at knowing what content you're engaging with. Right. Yes. It's like as soon as you're watching that Instagram post and you slow down, the Insta the algorithm goes, Oh, he slowed down this post. Show him more. Yep. Yep. I see exactly. you and I fling right by and I never engage, like, comment. The algorithm is you with even without me unfollowing, is gonna say, Hey, he's not important. Show him yep. this content that he's engaging with. So, so true. Yeah, and you have to it's you know a hundred percent you need to put content out there that makes people want to engage. Yeah. And likes are enough. You need them to comment, right? Yeah. And people are smart enough, though, if you just put, hey, tell me your favorite yeah. thing, right? Like, you got to come up with a way to get them to comment well, and, like, oh, and post. Oh, my God, that was hilarious. I love it. This, like, that's what you want. 100%. And literally, like what you said earlier, like, making people laugh to relate with them. We we started a whole nostalgia <laughs> series where it, it doesn't doesn't sell anything. It literally is like, hey, remember those indestructible Nokia phones? And, like, we make a joke about it. Or remember the Microsoft 365 Barrels screensaver, right? Like just stuff where people go, oh man, I remember the 90s. Like those nostalgia posts are doing so well for us because people just, they connect with you as soon as they see something like that. You have Clippy posts? Oh. He was very, he was very annoying. I'm going to now. <laughs> and the Wingamp, right? Was Wingamp 90s or was that early 2000? And I don't know. They always, like, they always kick the llama's ass, right? And they're coming back. I just read an article that Wingamp is actually releasing an app on iPhone and Android. Okay. And like, literally, Wingamp, I'm like, Wingamp's back. Are you kidding me? <laughs> coming back strong. Love it. Nostalgia right? sells. Nostalgia Napster. sells. Well, Mike, man, this is, uh, I was, I've been very excited about this conversation. So we scheduled it a couple of weeks ago and, and this did not disappoint. It's really got me fired up. Um, got me really thinking about some things I want to change uh, and, and adjust in my own, uh, you know, brand and, 
and you know potential moving more into themification for our own MSP. We do very well, fortunately, in marketing, but I'm always looking for a new edge. I'm always looking for how do we stand out from the crowd. So this has been extremely helpful for me. I can almost guarantee anyone listening to this, especially if they're still listening this far in, uh, you've provided a lot today, man. I really, really appreciate it. And I'm going to give you your idea, which I don't know. You might have already done already. Okay. But you, you can't do a lunch and learn. You need to do like a weekend jamboree camp out, like invite Dude, people. I literally have said that on the podcast. When we do our event next year, I'm going to book like a like a camp retreat. It's got to have Wi-Fi because I've gotten that feedback from Rob Ray. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, like literally, that's a you that's literally a gotta bring a local banding yes. and get business owners and make it something fun. Like it would, and that's it, camping like an overnight, like Saturday night in the Sunday camping trip. Like, yep. and, like a, and do some and do some fun themes like axe throwing but coming up with some way to talk about it and you got you got oh, well the campsides the channel company but yeah so oh, I would actually right. you're going for m right because you're going after msp yeah yeah i'm on the all tech side that's our msp side but still yeah. what we did on the uh all tech side that has been a hit in our local market is we redid the office space video where they beat up the printer Okay. And, and, uh, so we did it shot for shot and we got so much, you know, feedback on that video that they, that people loved it. And someone was like, I would pay money to come smash up a printer. And that, that thread, the all tech smashathon where we literally for a philanthropy for boys and girls club, we had like hundreds of people come out and just smash up old computer equipment. Yeah, and that sounds great. Except my, my head right away goes to, uh, did you talk to your lawyer? What's the yeah. liability when someone breaks their hand? I'm well, like, <laughs> last year, what we you know, we made sign the waiver. We got event insurance. We we did a bunch of stuff, but last year I was so sketched out. Nothing bad happened, but I'm like getting older now. And as everything was going down, I was like, damn, we can't do this next year because of exactly what you just said. I'm like, we're gonna have to think of another. You make sure as a business owner, you realize like there's risk involved. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe there's, let's just sit down and watch a video of one of us smashing in controlled environment. Yes. We, we did a TikTok on that exact office space. Video. Oh, nice. It didn't go out that well. It was pretty, it was oh. like years ago. It was literally like by one tech tried to kick it and nothing happened. It was pretty. <laughs> I'll send you the video. Yeah, send it. But uh, no, it was great. I thank you for having me. I, like I said, my wife says I could talk. I like to hear my voice talk. Uh, I like to hear my own voice. So I'm happy to come on well, whenever you want to continue the conversation. Well, at least you like to hear your own voice and you have good stuff to say. If you liked your voice and you didn't, then it might be a problem. My, my wife says I have nothing good to say. <laughs> well, that's why you're talking to me. So it's perfect. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, I, I appreciate it. If you could stand for one minute after I've, I have yep. something I did want to show you. So, all right. Thank you so much to the listeners and we will see you on the next one. Thanks everybody. Thanks, Mike. Thank you.